Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yankees, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for listening. Now, today I'm going to be discussing a single topic. Aaron Boone is a friggin' dumpster fire. That is all. So let's go ahead and get started. Those of you that listen to Jersey Guy Sports know my utter and complete disdain for Aaron Boone. I've made it no secret on this podcast how terrible a manager I think Aaron Boone is. And it continues to show game after game, night after night, decision after decision. I mentioned the other night his awful decision about Domingo Herman, And on Wednesday night, once again, Aaron Boone just about managed to single-handedly blow another game. Tied 2-2 in the ninth against the Guardians. Ron Marinaccio has been pitching last couple innings. He was pitching brilliantly again. And you guys know, if you're Yankee fans, how good Ron Marinaccio is. He's a local kid, a young kid out of Tons River, New Jersey. Awesome pitcher. Really, really good. Probably closer material. He's been spectacular most of last year and all of this year so far. And again, on Wednesday night, he was pitching brilliantly. You know, plows through them in the eighth. First two batters in the ninth, bam, strikeout, strikeout. Two outs, nobody on. Marinaccio looking fantastic. Boone walks to the friggin' mound with me screaming at the TV. And Boone removes Marinaccio for no friggin' reason. Nobody on base, two outs, to put in Clay Holmes. Anyone with half a fucking brain knows how stupid, stupid this was. Anyone that has any kind of eye test ability, that knows anything about the feel and flow of the game, does not take Marinaccio out at that point. But of course, Boone doesn't have any of that. He has no feel for the game. So Marinaccio, as you know, as I mentioned, being brilliant, brilliant, brilliant all year. He was great. He was striking out hitters again tonight. Boone saw something, some kind of ridiculous analytics horseshit on his piece of paper, went out, took him out. Clay Holmes comes in. Three pitches later, the Yanks are losing 3-2 to two in the ninth inning. Fucking amazing. Just absolutely head-banging, head-scratching, ridiculous move by Aaron Boone. The level of sheer stupidity with this move is just off the charts. I mean, Boone's inability to see what's right in front of him borders on incredible. He has this utter and total lack of feel for the game, and I don't understand how. He's right in the middle of it all the time. He seems to rely almost entirely on analytics, and it continues to cost the Yankees over and over and over. And and he somehow, in some circles, is seen as this good manager. He keeps getting rehired, for sure. And I don't understand. I mean, I think people think if the team wins, then the manager must be good. Half the time, the team wins in spite of a bad manager. And that's what's been happening. Because Boone continues to make terrible move after terrible move. He relies almost entirely on analytics, and it keeps costing the Yanks. This is now the second time in three games against the same fucking team that he's cost the Yankees. Luckily tonight, Wednesday night, it did not cost the game. Removing Domingo Herman Monday night was his latest facepalm move until Wednesday night. That did cost us the game. The fact that the Yankees rallied Wednesday night 
in the ninth inning, and then again in the tenth, to actually win this game doesn't matter. This isn't about that. This is about the fucking dumpster fire of a manager that the Yankees have who goes by the name of Aaron Boone. And sometimes I feel like he tries to see just how moronic he can act and still not get fired. I swear to God, it's that bad sometimes. I feel like, let's see just how stupid of a move I can make now. I still have a job tomorrow. That's what this move felt like. You have to be in another friggin' world to remove Ron Marinaccio from that game tonight. I don't, I don't understand it. There's no ridiculous excuse that he can give that that will possibly be in the realm of reality. And I don't care what kind of happy horseshit excuse Boone is going to give about this latest epic disaster of a decision. I didn't even listen to the postgame. I don't even care what he has to say. It's certainly going to end up being one of his thousand mealy mouth excuses that involves some bullshit metric. You know, we saw that, you know, his, you know, rising fastball was played right into this next hitter's hands and blah, blah. He cannot see what's in front of him. He looks in a little book. He gets a little metric from whatever analytics horseshit people Yanks have. And he makes move based on that. He's not watching what's happening on the field where this guy's mowing people down left and right. Let me go and take him out because some stupid book says it. Three fucking pitches and 30 seconds later, the Yanks are losing the goddamn game. I love some analytics. You know, if analytics had, you know, most dumbass manager moves category, Boone would be a Hall of Famer in that category. That's the analytics I want. What manager is the biggest dumbass and has made the stupidest bullshit moves? I swear to God, Boone would be the leading candidate for the Hall of Fame if we had a category like that for analytics. Now, to make matters worse, this all happens. And I'm so fucking tired of the announcing on this. Michael Kay and even Paul O'Neill didn't say shit about any of this. Didn't, again, the the obvious things to say is how ridiculous it was to take Marinaccio about it. The only words out of Boone's mouth were, I'm sure Boone will have an answer to why he did it after the game. Well, no fucking shit, Mike. Do you think when the reporters ask him about his moronic move after the game, he will just, you know, walk away from the microphone? Of course he's going to make up some fucking answer. You, We need some... Michael Kay needs to stop trying to be any kind of analyst or even talking about it. You know, and if any analysts are actually paying attention, and they weren't tonight, they should have said this is a terrible, awful, ridiculous, stupid, dumbass fucking move. None of them do. He did acknowledge, he did not acknowledge, I should say, Michael Kay, that Yankee Stadium was chanting, fire Boone, fire Boone, fire Boone, over and over and over again. You could hear it over the broadcast and it went sort of unacknowledged, right? There was another chant, Boone sucks, Boone sucks, Boone sucks. This is how bad the fucking move was on Wednesday night. It was this bad and there was no commentary on it. From Michael Kay, nor from Paul O'Neill, nor anything beyond a few sentences about, oh, I'm sure we'll find out the reason after the game. Who fucking cares? Be some kind of analyst and just talk about how utterly stupid and inane this fucking move was. I can't take it. I can't. Between Boone being as ridiculous as he is and the announcers continuing to give him a pass night after night after night, I don't understand. It's like they're in some circle jerk of, of let's keep our jobs or something. And now as an added bonus, by the way, Harrison Bader and Peraza were injured. 
and left the game. All happened after Boone had to make this move. So we don't know what the hell would have happened had he not made this dumbass move. But I know one thing for sure. Bader's injury came on the single that gave the Indians the lead in the top of the ninth inning. And that was the second hit that Clay Holmes had given up. And I guarantee you, Marinaccio was not giving up two straight hits. And Bader was not going to have to come in and slide and do what he did. It just wouldn't have happened. I mean, no one knows what happens if in this. But I'm telling you, Bader's injury, though it's not Boone's fault, certainly the fact that he made his dumbass, mind-numbing you know, decision to take Marinaccio out led to the guy getting a hit, led to Bader diving and led to Bader leaving the game. I don't know how serious it is. It's too soon after the game now. Then Peraza and in extra innings had some weird-ass slide and, you know, steal attempt, and he came out of the game. We don't know what would happen. I know Bader's injury is a result of Clay Holmes giving up a hit. I don't know about Peraza's injury, but the point is that after this dumbass move, two different Yankee injuries occurred. Boone's myopic view of how moves should get made will continue to haunt the Yankees for as long as Boone is around. Resting 21-year-old Volpe in April, the day after he broke out of a slump. How do you like that one, right? Resting a 21-year-old in April for any fucking reason is ridiculous. He's 21. It's fucking April. What has he played? 15 games in a row? He's 21 years old. It was He was slumping, hitting, as you all know, and he broke out. He had a homer and another hit, and he just sat him down the next day. And I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Continuous lefty-righty horseshit pitching changes. This is even beyond the recent debacles about these, these pitching changes. Just all year in his whole Yankee managing career, this continuous, I must pitch a lefty against a lefty. I must pitch a righty against a righty. I must bat a righty against a, a lefty. And, and this continuous... Going by the book as opposed to looking on the fucking field and seeing what is right in front of you. It's it's amazing. The myopic way that he manages is insane. He also doesn't put any goddamn responsibility on any of his players. It's another awful boon trade, right? You know, Hicks will strike out for the tenth time in 20 at bats. And all Boone has to talk about it to the game. Oh, we thought he had a strong at bats and some good swings, and, you know, I felt like he's getting real close, and he's looking stronger, and, you know, the same happy horse shit that you always hear from him in press conferences, right? There's no fucking responsibility. You know, other managers might say something like, yeah, you know what? He's he's having a tough time now, and he needs to pick it up. He knows if he wants playing time, he better be better. But no, God forbid, he would actually put any goddamn responsibility on the player. People that don't run shit out. Torres not running it out last year. Torres' laziness in the field and continued poor play. There's no consequences. There's nothing for this team. The, these players, they say they respect Boone. They, Boone is their buddy. They don't respect Boone. They, they're, they're like a like a college friend or something. That's what Boone is to them. He's not a, a fucking manager to be respected. He doesn't make them do anything they don't want to do. It's all about being their buddy and protecting them and deflecting any kind of goddamn responsibility. I mean, I want to set my hair on fire just listening to Boone's wheezy voice. That's how much I can't take him. This has put me over the top tonight, guys, if you can't tell. Boone's continued use of the lanes for the pitchers rather than using them when it matters the most. You know, whether it's the fifth inning, eighth, or the ninth inning, whatever's the highest leverage spot is the time you got to use your best, you know, relievers. Boone's mind-numbing adherence to pitch counts, you know, because certainly, you know, not, you know, sticking to pitch counts has certainly kept the Yankees hitters healthy, right? 
not. How many fucking Yankee pitchers are on the injured list? You know, sticking to pitch counts doesn't do shit, right? Again, use your eyes. See how good they're pitching. Take them out when they're not pitching well. Leave them in when they are pitching well. Stop this mind-numbing adherence to pitch counts. I'm so tired of talking about how much I hate Boone. I can't. I've been doing this forever. I can't tell you. I'm so tired of talking about it. It's been four years going. Ron Boone's fifth year with the Yankees. It feels like a hundred. He's been here so long. I can't. I mean, I, I was not a you know giant fan of, of Girardi before him, but oh my god, Boone is worse. I didn't think you know you know Boone could be that much worse than Girardi, but holy shit, I can't take him. It's Groundhog's Day over and over. The same goddamn thing every single year, over and over. And by the way, you know, Glaber Torres made another fucking awful throw that ended up to cost the Yankees two runs in the first inning. He's another one I talk about. It seems like every other podcast how Torres is just a disaster defensively. Again, he can't turn a simple double play, throws it over first base, you know, five minutes later, there's two runs across the plate. Anyway, welcome to 2023 Yanks, guys. Yanks are in last place in the American League East on May 3rd. Welcome to the Yanks, right? Boone is as much to blame as anyone else. Boone has to go. It will never happen with, you know, more on number two Cashman at the helm. But Boone has to go. And that's it. That's all I have for you today, guys. Thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. And I'm going to be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks. Have a good day.